Hello and welcome to Locked On Marlins. This is your daily Marlins podcast with me, Peter Pratt, British host Peter Pratt. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter, guys, at Miami Marlins underscore UK. Welcome to the Monday edition. And this is part three. Yes, part three of the conversation with Bally Sports play-by-play stud, Paul Severino. It has been a wonderful conversation thus far. And we are rounding things off with, well, there's some Max Meyer talk, closer roll, eyes emoji. There's also conversations around about his former partner now, Todd Hollandsworth, and what the future of the booth looks like for 2022, a five-man rotation. We also round up with some hot takes and predictions. So sit back, enjoy part three with Paul Severino. Absolutely, I'm with you on that. And it's it's interesting you mentioned this kind of super lineup situation that, that Smoking Joe is talking about. <laughs> and you know the, the Marlins do have the anecdote to it, though. They do have the pitching throughout the rotation, one to five. For me, it's probably if you know all if everyone's healthy, all things considered, one to five. The Marlins, I think, uh, take that in the East personally. Um, the bullpen, I think, still needs some work for sure. And I think that's kind of maybe the chit chat you're alluding to is could Max Meyer be deployed in some kind of role there somewhere in the bullpen to beef that up? Uh, clearly, the free agent market has really accelerated with the relievers they've all gone off the board effectively so all the studs right. are gone and so it's like okay um maybe they were interested in one or two of them i don't know but they're gone now we still need to up the pen particularly in the leverage spot there was some there were some challenges last year at certain points and uh, yeah. perhaps that's where you just say to max listen we see you as a starter but we need you in this role right now get yourself in there Lock it down for us in the eighth or ninth or whatever. Are you up for it? I'm pretty sure Max Meyer would say, absolutely. Put for, big league, for, for big league meal money, I'll do anything you want. Skip. <laughs> you um, yeah, but, but I know, and this is not specific to Max Meyer, but it's something that I've, I've talked to Donnie about too. And, you know, in, in, uh, in years past, he's liked using uh, the future starter, if you will, out of the bullpen mm-hmm. because that's, you know, the guy's going to come into a game maybe in the sixth or seventh inning and there's going to be guys on base in a tight game and it's late in the game and everything else. And he might not be at the, at the physical point that a starter would be at, but he's got to be at that mental spot of, okay, how do I attack this guy? It's a big spot, pressure packed situation. What do I do? How can I get out of this spot? And it's, it's, it's dipping your toe in the water for, what is to come when you're in that exact same spot as a starter and you're at a hundred pitches and your team's lost five in a row and the bullpen is gassed and you've got to get through this inning and you can then harken back to a year or two ago. Okay. I did it out of the bullpen. I know I can handle this situation. Um, you know, physically, maybe you're in a different spot in terms of fatigue or whatever, but mentally, you know, you've done it before. And, um, and again, I, I don't know what the plans are for Max Meyer, but I, I know that um, at least in years past, Donnie has, Donnie's been okay with that because there's, there's, a, there's an investment there as well. That's a, a moment, a learning moment that, that that pitcher can use for the rest of his career, knowing that he just got out of a big spot with Freddie Freeman at the dish in the eighth inning of a tie game. Um, you know, I think that there's certainly something to be gained from that too. Sure. The other thing that we've never thought of or has been in play historically is it sounds like there's expanded rosters to start the year because obviously spring's <laughs> been abbreviated. All of a sudden, maybe there's going to be 
28 guys on the active roster, typically that's usually an extra arm or two um, because the starters are unlikely to go as long perhaps in the earlier uh, showings. Perhaps if, if Max shows out again next, you know, the next appearance and you're just like, listen, this guy's ready. We're just going to have to, we've, he's got to be, he's, he's making the roster a bit like Trevor Rogers last year where he just, it was, you know, is he going to be the fifth starter? And then it was just so obvious to everyone. It was like, he's not just the fifth starter. He's the three, <laughs> if not the two, if not the one. Right. Um, and some guys just kind of just take that path so quickly happens in front of you. And you're just like, wow. Okay. There's no holding this guy back. Get him in there. So I'm really intrigued to see what they do with Max, particularly with the expanded stuff with, you know, the, the pen does need some help. So it could be a nice fit. Max, like yeah. you said, Max yeah. is all over that for the you know. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see how it goes. And, and again, whatever makes the pitching staff better, I'm sure the Marlins will, um, will, will look at it and, and address it and evaluate it and say, um, how can this help us? Can it help us? Then let, let's do it. And if they decide that he needs an extra, you know, four or five starts or whatever it is in the minor leagues, I'm just making stuff up. Yeah. Um, in order to, you know, get him, if he's still working on a pitch, for example, or something like that, we'll see how it goes. But um, I, 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 I have a feeling that whether it's Max or, or any other position player or starter that they bring up at any point, they usually want to try to bring most of these guys up when they are ready and not just out of necessity. Um, you know, bring them up so that they can stay up, so that they can um, succeed so that they can fail so that they can learn and then they can get better that way as opposed to, all right, well, we just need a spot start or uh, we just need this guy for a week while this guy's rehabbing a, a, an ankle or whatever it is. And then like, okay, we'll see you again in four months. It's like, make sure that they're good and ready so that when they come up, they're there. All right, then, guys, first US ads with a British twist. This show is brought to you by Bet Online. And after months of playing, college basketball has determined the top teams for the final four and will determine this year's national champion this coming week. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. From all the latest odds, contests and player props, you name it, it remains the best spot for all your latest sports developments, including podcasts and reviews for all the leagues this season. And it's not just basketball. No, no, no. BetOnline is your continued source. For all your sporting wagering information needs, try say that fast, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. Head to the website today. Use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. And of course, bet online where the game starts. I do wonder if some of these kind of rule changes around the number of uh, options that you're allowed to make. I think it's five, I think is maybe the limit. where it's I think of, it's, yeah, something like that. You're limiting that kind of like just... The, the constant rotation may, you know, I'm really intrigued to see the way that plays out. Cause it must be, it must, you know, the Marlins needed them last year. It was just, you know, they had three, three starters for what three months. It felt like and yeah. it was just a cycle of all the others and just hard to get in any flow, but yeah, I'm interested to see the way that impacts the way they manage the pitching as well. And, you know, clearly if, if, if it gets to a point where they like, they, we've used the five options in the season, Next time it's through waivers. Well, we don't want to lose this guy, so we need to keep you know keep him on the roster. So it's going to be a new kind of decision making process for I guess Donnie for Kim. Um, you know, and I, I guess it all boils down to the health. If the rotation's yeah. healthy, you know, you're not going to be needing these spot starters like you did last year. It was, right. it was a lot of spot starters, no doubt. 
the MVP of the Marlins last year might have been uh, their director of team travel, making Must sure that every, everybody was in the right Must spot at the right time. My goodness. I'm sure. Oh, geez. Completely with you on that one. Completely <laughs> with you. It was, it, it was a, a, a carousel of arms. That is how I describe it. <laughs> For sure. Well, we're running relatively low on time. And I do specifically want to talk about your you know, your partner, the time you spent in the booth with the Marlins, um, Todd Hollinsworth, he's, he's not back this year. Um, you know, you've effectively been, you know, joined at the hip, literally, um, for what, four years, six months of the year. So right, right. You know, uh, disappointing news, perhaps, that, that Todd isn't coming. But just if you can share maybe some highlights of your time together, you know, there's, you're, you're together so often that, you know, be careful with the stories too. You know, it is a family <laughs> show, but if there's any personal like or particular highlights that, you know, of times you and you and Todd have spent together moments that you could share, be, it'd be nice to hear. Uh, you know, we, we, um, we tried to have fun with each other um, on air and off air as best we could, because like you said, you're, you're doing six months of, of baseball um, you know, at times the, the games were not going the way we'd want them to go. So you try to keep things light and try to keep things fun. Um, but it, 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 we always, we always got along really well. We always tried to laugh, um, especially, uh, you know, the cross country flights when we were sitting next to each other on the planes and whatnot. So it, it was more than just the three hours a night, you know, it was the, um, it was the planes and it was the, the three hours before the games and everything else. So, um, you know, listen, I'll, I'll miss them. I'm, I'm excited for, for the challenge of the new group that I'm working with. Um, obviously I, I wish Todd and his family well, and when in the next chapter, whatever it may be. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, it, for, for four years or three and a half, if you will, with 2020 and three hours a night, six hours a day, all the plane. Yeah. I couldn't go into all of the, all of the stories. Too many stories, I'm sure. But, and, and you know, when you're traveling, is that how it works that, you know, the, the broadcast crew, the ballet crew, you'd be huddled together. Is, is that how it works where, you, you know, you're all huddled together as, uh, as a unit or are you kind of just spread out doing your own thing? Are you like, Hey, listen, we've sat next to each other for however long let's go the other side of the plane and you know take time away <laughs> we're, well we're, the the tv and the radio folks we're just lucky to be on the darn plane right okay so so wherever they tell us to sit we sit but um but yeah like the way that the plane is laid out for us is it's the it's the the coaching staff and, the, and whatever front office folks might be traveling they're up in the front um the, the players are in the middle and then the rest of the staff, you know, you know uh, training staff or, or radio TV, our, our producers and directors and graphics folks, we're all, um, we're all in the back. So, um, but yeah, there's, there's a lot of people, you know, will watch movies on planes. Uh, I try to get my work done so that when I get to a city, I can just kind of chill out. Like um, I'm not a big movie guy to begin with. Anytime my wife and I try to put on a movie. I'm usually asleep in 26 minutes anyway. So, um, yeah, I, 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 I utilize the time on the plane with nothing really else to do to, to, to do some work. So, uh, but yeah, we're, we're back there and you know, the food's all right. And it's, yep. uh, it's, it's cool. It might have a glass of vino on a cross country trip or something like that going to the West coast. But, um, but yeah, it's, my it's, language. Uh, now we're talking. <laughs> 
<laughs> sounds like my kind of style for sure. And you mentioned, you've got, you know, we've got a rotation of, of analysts this year that are going to be joining you. I think it's a, a five man rotation, maybe. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, it's, it's a, it's a, it's going to be different for you, but how does that, how does that kind of change or, or does it add complexity to, to how you operate? Because you're trying to work out what gels, who's in what lane trying to, you know, do what you do, but to the best of your abilities, like, does it complicate things having that kind of rotation of, of different analysts? Not in a, not in a bad way, really. I mean, my, uh, you know, again, I, I think I mentioned it earlier, going back to my time at MLB network was, you know, on a Monday, Tuesday, and a Wednesday, I might work with two different analysts uh, each night. So by, by Wednesday, I've worked with six different guys. Um, so it, uh, it, it will obviously take a little bit of time to, to see where everybody's lanes are and where their areas of expertise lie um, and just make sure as a play-by-play guy that I get them there. That's kind of my job. You know, I've, a lot of folks think that, that my job is to, you know, here's a ball one outside, there's a strike and one out and it, like, sure, that's part of it. But at the end of the day, my job is to make sure that the analyst looks good as well. And, um, and, and, and I, I, I try to take pride in that and make sure that, you know, not that I uh, am necessarily reading their mind, but it, it it's, gets pretty close to that. Make sure that I can lead them to where I know they want to go so that they can on a replay or, bef- or you know, the, the best is when it happens before it happens. When they say, you know what, this, this might happen if, if this guy does that and then boom, there it is. That's when they look great. And that's my job is to give them the room to do that, yeah. um, to lead them there. Um, so it'll be, uh, it'll, it'll be exciting. And, um, you know, people, people ask me a lot, like, is it, you know, six months? Is it a grind? Yeah, it's a grind. But now that we're going back on the road, like anytime you might feel like you're, you're getting a little tired or whatever else, like in three days, you're going to a new city. Yeah. You know, and then three days after that, you're going to a new city. So anytime there's uh, maybe, I don't want to say lulls, but for the sake of the uh, trying to get my, my words out here, I'll I'd say the lulls in the conversation of talking to, uh, to an analyst about the same things over and over and over and over and over again, you know, there'll be opportunity to get different perspectives on the same topic, perhaps, yeah. but a different perspective on that topic. Um, so, so that's good. And then, and, you know, I, I'm, I don't know exactly how many games everybody's working, but I know that, um, JP and Sebia and Tommy Hutton and Rod Allen and Gabby Sanchez and Jeff Nelson are all going to, you know, rotate around TV and, uh, and do some radio and some pre and post. So whether they're sitting next to me or not, they're going to be, uh, you know, watching the games and engaged and everything else. And, um, and, and, and gaining the perspective that when they are sitting next to me, I can tap into that. Um, and, and, and I, you know, I'm, like I said, I'm looking forward to that. So it'll be, uh, it'll be, it'll be nice. And now I'm the elder statesman too. So, there you so go. I can, I can make sure they always pick up the tab as the rookies, except Tommy, Tommy, I'll, I'll, I'll buy Tommy the, uh, I'll buy Tommy the free cookie on the plane. That that's Tommy. That one's on me. All right then, guys, just pausing the conversation just for a few minutes to let you know this episode is brought to you by Built Bar. It's that time of the year when I've given up on pretty much all the New Year's resolutions. It's almost the end of March. (laughs) But 
I'm sticking to my resolution to eat right thanks to Built Bar. It almost feels like it's not really a resolution because I actually enjoy eating them. Have you tried those puffs? If you haven't, you're missing out on one of Built Bar's best tasting bars. Puffs are a fan favorite with some incredible flavors. Yummy, cinnamony churro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie. So, so good. These are going to be your new favorite. All Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. Yes, puffs included. 100% real chocolate. If you're liking what you're hearing, get yourselves over to Built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15, that's LOCKED15, to get 15% off. With Tommy T-Bone steaks or whatever, I don't know. But... <laughs> um, a couple of final bits before I let you get out of here. There was a question you mentioned just on, on Road Cities. Uh, question on Twitter from Noah around favorite road uh, I guess, ballpark or city. Let's talk about the cities. You've mentioned Pittsburgh multiple times. I don't know if Pittsburgh is a favorite or not, but um, where's your favorite place <laughs> well, to actually travel to? I, I, I did grow up as a Penguins fan, so from that regard, yeah, it's uh, and it's a beautiful backdrop too. Um, where do I like? I mean, it, I don't know. I'm, I'm boring in the sense that uh, um, I'm, I'll take the easy ones. Like, you know, LA is is great and it's a historic ballpark and mm. and all of that stuff and and wrigley obviously all the history there as well um it's not the most comfortable booth it definitely seems as though it was built in 1910 or whatever it was 1906 or yeah. it, it doesn't have the uh, the room in the in the space that that our booth does we basically have two booths or maybe even four because it's we've got the front and the back and then the other side the front and the back it's just our, our home booth is, is enormous um, so, but yeah, and then, you know, New York is great too, that, uh, I I've always loved New York. I, you know, grew up in Connecticut, but worked in New Jersey for seven years and, you know, we'd, we'd pop into the city every once in a while. There's, is certainly such a, such an energy there. So, um, so those are some of my favorites. Um, I'm just trying to think now I haven't been to some of these booths in a while to know which one is my, is my favorite road booth. Uh, I'll cop out and say anyone that allows me into it is my yeah, favorite one. So, so there's that. <laughs> that's that's the standard. If, if they let me in, I'm, I'm happy. <laughs> good. That's fine. I'm, I'm, I'm the same, to be fair. If, if you open the door and let me in, I'm all good. I'm, <laughs> it's all good. Um, one final piece. You were talking about, um, uh, well, I was thinking about you, talking about replays and how you were leading the analysts into you know, the, the points they wanted to make, you're reading their minds. One thing I was thinking back to last year about you and Holly, which was kind of, it got kind of funny, but it was in a non-funny way um, where this TV replay situation last year, the amount of times, and I, I haven't got a counter on this, I don't know, <laughs> but it felt like you and Holly would arrive at a decision. He's either out or he's safe. Right. And it would be pretty much nine out of 10 times, the complete opposite. Um, we'd get that. <laughs> It got to a point where I was like, you guys need to stop making predictions now because none of these things made any sense, but it became quite right. funny. That, you know, we were all seeing the same thing. We were like, yep, definitely safe. Oh, no, he's out. Okay. Yeah. I, I think what it boils down to is, uh, well, I don't want to speak for Todd, but I'll speak for myself. I'm an idiot. I think that's really what it boils down to. Um, no, it, it's, it's weird, you know, like, and again, that's, you, you don't want to harp on it. You don't want to, you know, bring negativity to the broadcast, I, you know, we obviously take it seriously, but so many people are at home and they've had a long day at work. They just want to sit and watch a baseball game and, and have fun with it. Um, and to, to, you know, to have broadcasters complaining about this, that, or whatever, no, nobody wants to do that. And I, we try not to do that, but um, every once in a while, there's a call where it looks like, 
you know, Miguel Rojas is safe by 10 feet and somehow he's, he's ruled out. We have no idea why. Um, and it just becomes, it, it becomes a little bit of a topic of conversation. Same thing with like a strike zone thing. Like you don't want to sit there and, and pour over every single ball strike inside outside up, down, whatever. But if it becomes a story where, you know, Sandy's not getting the call uh, four or five times and, you know, it happened a lot with jazz last year, right? Like those that were low and away that looked like they were ball four uh, and they weren't, well, it, now it becomes a part of the game. So you, you, your job is to still cover what's going on, but, but not blow up things that maybe don't need to be blown up too, too much. One final question then before you get out of here, I will ask, well, it's, it's kind of two-parter, but um, I feel like, I don't know, Craig Mish, he loves a two-parter. But anyway, um, <laughs> what, who's taking this NL East? Who's going to be the champ? And also, what's your Marlins hot take for 2022? Uh, you can take it in whatever order you prefer. Uh, I will go with the team. And while I certainly have high expectations for the Marlins, the Braves have been the class of this division for a long time. So until someone says otherwise, um, it would be hard to, to, to pick against Atlanta. They've, uh, they've obviously made some changes, but they've reloaded. They're not a perfect team. Um, but at the same time, they were under 500 until what August last year and still figured out a way to win it all. So um, I, I will, uh, I will, I will at, at this date right now and with still a couple of weeks left in spring training, I'll say the Braves are still the class of this division. Um, and then the, uh, the second one was the Marlins hot take. Yeah. Well, I'll kind of go back to where I started. Sandy Alcantara finishes top three in Cy Young voting this year. How about that? I think he, uh, he probably should have gotten a little bit more love for that last year. I think they were, um, you know, you, you can't eliminate the games, but there were really two games that, that really messed up his numbers. And that's not to take anything away from the guys that got the votes. Obviously, Corbin Burns was fantastic last year and deserved the Cy Young um, and others around him as well. But, um, but I, think, uh, I think Sandy finds yet another level and gets, gets Cy Young votes and finishes in the top three this year. With you. The one thing we need to say and we need to see in 22, without doubt, is that there's some run support for Sandy Alcantara because there was yes. a serious lack of run support last year. I, you know, I, ju I just saw something today, believe it or not, I was prepping, and I saw that 45% of Sandy's starts, he has gotten two runs or less of support. Oh, boy. So and that's... Knowing that's... Sandy, he's, he's probably gone seven innings in those starts, too. <laughs> yes. Yes. So that's, that's got to change. And uh, I know we don't evaluate pitchers on wins and losses anymore. Um, but if he could, uh, if he could, if he could earn a few more wins, um, statistically speaking for the way that he's pitching, I think that, uh, that that can only help his Cy Young case. I'm with you. I can totally see it too. I may have even tweeted about it some time ago saying, I think that's a, a real possibility. It feels like Sandy's really a, a kind of arrived on the national stage. There's a lot more, national eyeballs on Sandy Alcantara now. And uh, I, he, like you said, he keeps finding a way to go up a level year on year or mid season, to be honest, mid year last year, it was after the all-star break. He wasn't voted the all-star. All of a sudden he went up a gear. Are the yep. two connected? I don't know, but Sandy yeah. definitely took it to another level in that second half for sure. Absolutely. Signs extension. And um, you know, there we go. I mean, I, it wouldn't shock me to go up another level for him. And like you said, 
it's not just on the field. I think it's off the field that Sandy's really kind of kicking on to. You can see that too, and everyone speaks so fondly of Sandy. You forget though, he's only 26, I think, Sandy. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 again, that's that's the guy you you build around. Um, that's the guy you you can make the face of your franchise right there. You know, I mean, he's he's got the total package. The Marlins are 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 fortunate to have him and fortunate to have him for the next what five years. Um, so it'll be it'll be great. I'm with you. No better place to end it than Sandy Alcantara, top three Cy Young votes. Unfortunately, the Braves taking the East, so uh, maybe I'll edit that one out. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Good man, Paul Severino. Thank you so much for joining me on Locked On Marlins. Uh, you are going to be uh, well. You're going to be on our TV screens now for pretty much six months solid. So we're looking forward to that. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. <laughs> Starting out west as well. So go easy on that wine on the, on the flight out there. Sounds like it could be could be loose, but nevertheless, Paul Severino joining me, Peter Pratt on Locked On Marlins.